I mean, if we look at our lives, can we go to work and say, Yup, God, I give you my all. Yeah. Can we even get through a day saying, I give you my all? It means you have to be willing to cast your body out as dirt, as nothing, because it's going to further his name. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, listeners. This is Unscripted Scripture. I'm here with my pal, my buddy, my co-host, Jack Drummond. Jack? Man, what's going on? Dude, I, when we were deciding who would open, I was in my head thinking, I'm going to start off by saying, good morning, good afternoon, and good no. evening. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I said good night, though. So <laughs> That's crazy. What? Uh, that means me and Jack are on the same page today. That's a good sign. It's going to be a good show. We're talking about... Mer- my- Say it, Jack. Martyrs. Martyrs. Yes. I'm still wanting to say murder. I've listened to a lot of podcasts where the dad, it's like a preacher and he's a dad and he's talking to his daughter. He's like, there's martyrs. And she's like, no, murderers, dad. He's like, no, but okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Martyrs. Martyrs. Yes. Um, If you guys clicked on it, this is going to be a special episode. I don't know if many people will click on this episode, Jack, because why click on a word that you don't know? Yeah. It's like very, like I didn't, I knew what a murder, martyr, martyr. I knew what a martyr <laughs> was, but, um, I didn't know it was spelled that way. Yeah. Um, so here we go. Here if we you go. guys clicked on it, you're going to get some lucky, interesting things that happened in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. before we get started, we're going to start a new segment. It's called, well, there's not a name. Me and Jack just thought of it this morning and Abby's not here to name it. So. We're just going to go with it. It's just trivia. Hmm. So I'm going to ask Jack a question or two. Okay. And he's going to see what his Bible smarts are. Okay. 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 So okay. Jack, let me get on my handy dandy device. Um, <clears throat> all right. This is, we did a podcast on this. Mm. We touched on it. I don't know if we did a podcast on it. Okay. But how many people did Jesus feed with the bread, with the bread and the fish? Mm. Zach, I'm going to go with 5,000. It is 5,000. Ooh, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, He lands it. Okay, don't get yourself all hyped up. Dude. All right. Fire. I'll do one more. Give me another. Okay. Um, Well, uh, no, I'm not going to do that one. Okay, okay. Okay. Too hard. Jack, you can... Tell me about your new job as we're uh, uh, yeah. For started a new, a new job on Monday um, at Signature Custom Cabinetry. Uh, it's a it's located in Effort of Pennsylvania, and working on the sales team there as a titles account coordinator. Get to travel a lot to different designers, things like that. Um, so yeah, I'm almost through my first week. Super excited, man! Super excited. Great people working there. Um, yeah, I'm pumped about it. It's great. Hmm. Very cool, Jack. Yeah. It's an ad for... Yeah. Plug. Plugged it. Yep. Good. All right. <clears throat> so, what did God send to feed the Israelites in the desert? This is very mm. tough. Oh. You would only know if you read it like yesterday. What book is it in? Can you mm-hmm. tell me that? <laughs> 
Do you know? <laughs> it's in, um, is it Exodus? It's in Exodus. Is yes. it? Yeah. Oh, dude. I got two here, but I'm going to go with one. Is it mana? Yes. No way. What was the other one you were going to say? Just bread. <laughs> uh, well, same thing. Uh, yeah, it's mana and quail. Bang! Good job. Let's go. Two right. two this morning. Well, that was your little segment of the day. Trivia questions. If you guys knew those questions, good for you. We're going to keep on doing them because we think it's fun. Bang! And Jack's hyped now, so he's ready for the show. You know when Curry makes a shot, he's like, Curry, from deep. Bang! I love that. That's what I'm do. thinking about. That is so cool. <laughs> and then I can't help but not say it. It's yeah. Like right. The rest of it. Yeah. yeah. Bang! <laughs> All right. We're going to get started. Mm-hmm. NBA Finals are happening. Curry is not in them. You know who is? LeBron. The Sixers are. Boom! Sixers play the Hawks yes, Friday night. Tied the series 1-1. Okay. It's going to be pumped. Okay. Martyrs. Martyrs. Martyrdom. So, I'm not going to be able to say martyrdom until you, like, martyr you say them. I'm going to say it wrong this whole entire podcast. <laughs> okay. Just letting That's, you know. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Yes, so. What is a martyr? What is a martyr? Um, what is martyrdom? Mar- martyrdom, yes. We're going to talk. We're going to explain that real quick. Um, for those of you that do know and don't know, a martyr is described, or a Christian martyr, someone that uh, has died for the sake of the gospel. Um, or for their faith in Jesus. So they have been persecuted or died according to what they believe. And so a martyr can relate to anybody who dies for their faith, but a Christian martyr is, you know, the people we're going to be talking about, the people that we strive to emulate. And the Bible talks about seeing others in authority ahead of you and imitating their faith. Uh, We're to look at those who are more mature and imitate their faith and these people are definitely ones who we can look to to, to uh, imitate in the way that they follow the Lord, lay down their lives for Jesus, pretty much. Uh, yeah, and I think I think as weird as it's going to say, it's going to be a fun episode because these are pretty interesting stories. How these um, men—it's all men—died for um, what they believed in. Yeah, Christ. Uh-huh. And it's not like some of them were pretty powerful guys and had a big impact on life. And other guys were like behind the scenes guys, like guys that yeah. are mentioned in the Bible, two chapters, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be fun to go through and check out all these martyrs. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there are, you nailed that, there are, there have been martyrs all throughout history. You know, the, the first being... Um, represented in the bible and then there were martyrs as as recent as 2019 um in our world people who died for jesus and but we're gonna i mean we'll bring up some of those people that are recent but let's jump into some scripture here uh with someone recognized i think is a good place to start as the first martyr who would be stephen no really no he's not the first martyr bring it I know what you're going to say. But no, do you? Yeah. Okay. The first martyr is Abel. Abel. Did you know that? I don't know. We all right, have a right. discussion let's, here. Let's, let's have it. a discussion here. All right. All right. So Abel, do you know the story of Cain and Abel? I do. Cain and Abel. Abel was um, son of Mary. Nope. <laughs> Not Mary and Joseph. <laughs> Adam and Eve. Um, he was, were they twins or no? I don't know. It, ah, we should know this, but we don't. I have no idea. Um, We'll add it to next week's Bible trivia. Mm. Um, 
So Abel was giving a sacrifice. Um, and it's in Genesis 4. I guess we could open it up, but um, he was giving a sacrifice to God. And um, the reason they're thinking it's a martyr is because Abel's sacrifice was taken from God, but Cain's wasn't. Mm. And so Cain grew angry at Abel and killed Abel because his sacrifice was better. Okay. So he's he's serving God. Okay. All right, give it. I hear you. No, 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 I hear what no. you're saying. I think we could recognize him as a martyr. Yeah. Because is that not what we're doing? Talking no, about yeah. martyrs? I yeah, we are. I was thinking in the realm with Stephen, I was thinking the first Christian martyr. Because Well, you should have said that. <laughs> Cain Cain died for Nope, Abel. Abel Cain killed Abel. Sorry. Abel died for you know the glory of God. Because we recognize how his story um moved along the passage of the gospel. It became the first um the first, you know, dreadful act of sin. Yeah. In yep. the Bible and well, history, I mean, no. not yeah, I guess not. But he evaded apple. Yeah, but we we recognize his story for reasons that further our faith, further our our uh, obedience to the Lord. And so I think, in some regards, yeah, we can recognize him as a martyr. Um, what I w- I was thinking as a as Christian martyrs, which is what we are. We are, if we strive to lay down our lives for the the Bible, we're laying down our lives for. Jesus Christ and the gospel. And so that's that's why I recognize Stephen as that. Because it's for Christians. Because Abel wasn't a Christian. Because Christ hasn't come yet. But he was a follower of God. Yes. So yes. Call him a God martyr. Dude, but he was doing all the right stuff. He's like... He was doing all the right stuff. It, yeah. Here, I'll read Genesis 4. Um, and Abel also brought an offering. Fat proteins or fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked to favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. Mm. So Cain was very angry and his face was downcast. Mm. So, mm-hmm. and then it goes on That's a great story. to talk about, um, well, yeah, him killing Abel. Mm. That's crazy, man. His own brother. That's nuts. The first brother relationship is... Yeah. Just, just killed him. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, the well, we talked about that back in the summer when we did talk about them, Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just the idea of so much jealousy and so much rage built up in someone you've loved forever. You know, that's a, that's a crazy story. But it definitely stresses the fact that how we die for... And what we believe, and um, Abel was basically persecuted by Cain mm-hmm. for his sacrifice. Not that Cain also gave sacrifices to God, but that jealousy and envy just built up so much. I understand what you're saying, where you're like, uh, was he really serving Christ? I mean, he was serving God by giving an offering, but it's not like... yeah. God. He was just doing his normal thing. Yeah, serving God, but I wouldn't say he was a follower of Jesus serving Christ 
you know, dying for the sake of furthering the gospel. Yes, I understand. Okay. I think we're confusing our listeners, though. <laughs> so, there's Christian martyrs. There's, I mean, I'm sure you can have Jewish martyrs, Muslim martyrs, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Yahweh martyrs. Right, martyrs you know. <laughs> isn't a Christian word. It's yeah, a, yeah. Universal. That's what we're defining right. this certain thing. So, this, 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 yeah. Um... We can hop into Stephen. Okay. I mean, there was two more guys before that. Pound them. Who are they? Oh, oh, wait. They're, yeah, John the Baptist. Oh, good How one. is John the Baptist not the first one to... Well, I don't, because I don't think, Christ. I don't know. If, oh, I guess he could be. So, he was, come on, he Definitely, is. yeah. Um, But the way he died was pretty crazy. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did hear about that. He you was know? in all the papers, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It was just nuts. Um, he was beheaded yeah. after... The king's drunken birthday party. Man, and that, John the Baptist is, he's related to Jesus. Is that mm-hmm. like, that strikes a different chord. Um, but it's a cool story. Well, not cool, but it's an interesting it story. It is an interesting story. Um, it's really It's in cool. Matthew 14, 1 to 2, or 1 to 12. Um, so what happens is John Baptist is arrested and he's uh, being held in a, um, we'll say a jail, a jail cell, and um, it's King Herod's birthday, and he, to gift his new stepdaughter, um, or I guess to get closer to his new stepdaughter, he's like, I'll give you whatever you want, and the stepmom says to the stepdaughter, ask for John the Baptist's head on a plate, mm. and King Herod, he mm. says he was kind of reluctant he didn't really want to do it but he was drunk so he got out his sword and just beheaded john the baptist um kind of gruesome story but it's a story at the least that's so weird i know nuts that's just ridiculous it i i was trying to picture it in my head while i was reading it like okay like is he that Drunk, like I'm guessing, a king on his birthday is pretty drunk, mm-hmm. especially back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, just the party, a party is going around, and he's like, "Hey, yo, new daughter, <laughs> you can have whatever you want. What do you want?" And the mom's like, walks over to her, whispers in the ear, like, "Ask for John the Baptist's head." That's so weird, dude. That's so weird. I don't get that at all. Yeah. But can you kind of see it like it's in a party like, yeah. type of, like, there's tons of people around yeah. and they're just partying. And John, I mean, John lives the life of such devotion. Like, oh, yeah. All, like, crazy devotion, man. Out in the woods, eating nothing, like, treating himself like dirt, lower than dirt, mm-hmm. because he knew how worthy Jesus was of of the glory. Well, yeah, he was serving before Jesus came. Oh. It, he, he has a pretty cool testimony where... I feel like there was a dead spot. Well, we don't know because actually the New Testament starts with John and yeah. talks about his, like, him being born from Elizabeth and Zechariah mm. and then him um, just providing the way, pretty much <laughs> making a path for Jesus yeah. Christ to come in. That story that we did, like, he's jumping in his womb when, yes, when Jesus comes. And yes, like, and Elizabeth dude, is, oh, he is, my. Like he's nonstop. Yeah, we got it. We got to do like a just a s- study on him, like a John character Baptist? study on okay. him. Yeah, that'd be crazy cool because he's a silent hero, man. Um, it's true. 
but yeah, like yeah, definitely a martyr. Definitely one of the first to die. And I got one even earlier than John. Who? The Innocence of Bethlehem. Do you know what I'm talking about? Innocence of Bethlehem. The Holy Innocence of Bethlehem. In a lot of denominations, there's like a Holy Innocence Day just before Christmas or okay. around Christmas. Okay. Um, and these are the children who Herod executed in Bethlehem the oh, night that Jesus was okay. born because of a fear that, you know, he heard that there was a new king coming and he's like, okay, go kill all the boys in Bethlehem, all the newborn babies, because there can't be another king. Yeah. So I think, and a lot of people that I've read about recognize them as being the first martyrs, people to die because of Jesus, because of Jesus's um, kingdom, and wow. you know they sacrifice themselves for in involuntarily. Well, I guess nobody voluntarily, yeah. right. but they inadvertently were killed um, because of Jesus. So. I Just did little, not think of that one. Well, sprinkle of So I guess you there. won in the first Boom. battle. Um, but let's get to our main guy, Steven. Yeah, Steven. And why is Steven, he's man? He's a pretty big one. Why 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 are we talking about Steven? Why is Steven so big? Let's give a little bit of backstory to Steven. So there was a whole bunch of guys at this time the Christian uh, discipleship was growing and they had a lot of disciples. You had their their 12 main guys which what they call them now apostles. Or yes, sir. They're apostles now. The twelve apostles. Yeah, and then so there were so many of them, and they had they were serving these widows, and um, they didn't have enough time to go and spread the word and serve the widows. So they're like, let's pick seven people who will stay back and kind of look over, look over these widows and serve them, mm-hmm. and just. Be there for them. We're in Acts 6, by the way. I was going to say yep. that, but thank you. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, you did it. You're good. good. Acts 6. Um, so, so they um, picked seven people. They wanted them to be, uh, what was it? Let me turn. You're there, but. Yeah. Um, so they wanted them to be full of the spirit mm-hmm. and wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Well, they did it so they could give attention to prayer. Hmm. The disciples could give attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. So Stephen became one of these guys because the description in Acts 6, 5 says, The proposal pleased the whole group. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. There was also six other people that were chosen. (laughs) Yeah, but he's distinctly different. No, recognized as different. Um, except for the last one, Nicholas, who is called a convert to Judaism. Um, oh, I didn't see that. But yes, yeah, Stephen yes, it is. Does say that from that point on, from Acts five on, Acts six five on, mm-hmm. Stephen is the one that's mentioned because he's the vocal one. He's the troublemaker, but also the know. troublemaker to the uh, religious leaders. Yeah, back then. yeah. So. Stephen um, recognizes a man full of God's grace and power. He, you know, he had the power of the Holy Spirit, so he was had the authority to grant, uh, have these great wonders and signs performed in front of people, and this caused a lot of problems in the synagogue. And they started to argue about him um, because they couldn't battle, they couldn't compete with all the wisdom he was spouting um, that the Spirit was giving him. 
because all they had was books and book smarts and knowledge, but he had the Spirit constantly feeding him the words of God. And they thought he was, they claimed he was speaking blasphemous words against Moses and against God. Um, Which is great. Yeah. No, they kind of made up this because he was, he was yeah. talking about it, but the religious leaders were like, okay, we hate this guy. He's mm. proven us wrong left and right. Yeah, so yeah. we need to get rid of him. So they started this rumor that he was um, saying wrong things about Moses and all that. So then they put him on the pedestal, we'll say. And they're like, so we've heard you've been all these, I guess, religious leaders who were high up. They were like, so what's up with this? You saying all this stuff about Moses, mm-hmm. um, our, our ancestor. And he's like, and then he goes off. He's like, what do you mean? You, you don't think I know about Moses? And from, from like six, well, I guess it's all of seven. Yeah. All of it's seven. Like 56 or more than that chapter or verses just of him going off about how much he knows about Moses. He's like, I'll show you. He's like, well, he gives like the backstory. He gives relatives. Yeah. He's Dude, like, he runs through like the old Testament. He's like Abraham. You guys had Abraham or, or we had Abraham. And then Abraham was told that he wasn't going to have a son, but then he did. He had Isaac and then Isaac had, uh, is it Jacob? And then Jacob had Joseph and then Joseph was wait and then joseph and then somehow down the line moses came in Mm. um i'm not reading it i'm just trying to remember it's good either way oh wait it says right there at the time moses was born okay um um at the time moses was born he was no ordinary child at three months he was cared for a family and pharaoh took over yeah so it was pharaoh Oh, that's the relation. Mm. So Joseph was, became one of the Pharaoh's right-hand man. Mm-hmm. And then um, Moses was born. And Moses was a, what kind of, what kind of person was Moses? Come on, Jack. Moses was. An Egyptian? Um, no, he was Israelite. No, he was an Israelite. He was yeah. a Jew. Yeah. He was an Israelite that lived with Egyptians. There we go. Yeah, he was a prince. He was the, he was a false prince until he, you know, right. found out, killed a guard, and then went into hiding, and came back, burning bush, yada yada. It's the, it's uh, actually the longest monologue recorded in the Bible. Whoa! Yes. Fact. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because cool. um, he just went off. He's like, what do you mean you don't, you don't think I know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He's like, I'll show you. Dude, he called him out. Yeah. 751. He says... You stiff-necked people, your hearts and ears are still uncircumcised. You are just like your ancestors. You always resist the Holy Spirit. He was going off, Zach. He says, and now you have betrayed and murdered him. Talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. You have you who have received the law that was given through angels but have not obeyed it. And that was it for them, man. They couldn't take any more. They were done. They're like, "Uh uh-uh, not doing that. They were furious, gnashed their teeth in him. And he, Stephen, at that point, was consumed by the Holy Spirit. Consumed by it. Says it was full of the Holy Spirit, and he looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and saw Jesus standing next to God. And at that point, I'm sure he knew that this was was it. Like, he's Mm -hmm. done. Yeah. 
because he said, look, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. And the priests were covering their ears. They were screaming. They rushed at him, pulled him out of the city, dragged him out of the city, and stoned him to death. But before he died, and this is what's crazy, he stuck his faith the whole entire time. Mm -hmm. He said something very close to what Jesus said, where it said, uh, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell to his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold the sin against them. Mm. And then he died. Yeah. And that's what's crazy is he carried his faith out until his last breath. Man. This was a guy, when I think of Stephen, like you hear about, you hear about Peter and he's going around and discipling and, but he saw Jesus and this was Stephen who, you know, he was pretty much given the job of behind the scenes. And I think in our yeah. lives, um, there's a lot of times where we're, we're not a pastor. We're not up front and we're not saying, oh, this is God. Believe him. I think in a lot of our lives, we're that Stephen. We're behind the scenes. We're supposed to, our purpose is to carry out and serve. He served the widows. Mm -hmm. Like our purpose is to serve the loss. And I yeah. think as Christians, we can look at Stephen and see that he's a great example of doing that behind the scene work, whether it's like, you know, you go to church and you have your pastor and you have, um, I don't know, your youth pastor and who else is like a big role in the church that you think of? I mean, the, the elders, the worship team, the worship team. Yeah. You have all these things, but Stephen was that guy who was setting up the chairs, yeah. tearing the down the tables, pouring the coffee, maybe doing offering mm -hmm. once every Sunday. And I think, I think that's a great place to be because he was serving with all of his heart. And I think that's what, what we're going to look at here with Stephen being a mur martyr. Um, thank you. Perfect. Um, is he was a martyr who served and all these other guys who we talked about were guys who were all in for Christ mm. and they didn't do big things. They just did what they were supposed to do mm. and they did it. Like they were all in his last breath was him saying, Lord, forgive them. Like he, he has such a heart for these people who are stoning him to death. that he's saying, Lord, they do not mean what they're doing. Mm. Forgive them. Mm. Yeah. And he started a, that's perfectly put. Um, he, he started a revolution, man. We, mm -hmm. that's why he's recognized so big in, in the Bible. And because the next, the next uh, verse says on that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. And ba so basically like people saw this, Saul saw this, Saul who would become Paul saw this and they're like, yeah, this has to be the norm. Like, we got to do this now. We got to start persecuting these people because they're speaking falsely about our old, our God and, you know, blasphemous words. We got to shut them down just like this. Stone all of them. And so Stephen set that mark and it was that turning point for Jerusalem and Israel for people to go out and persecute Christians. And it has been that way for the rest of the history. Christians have always been persecuted. Like, f from Stephen on, it became, you know, expected almost that these people have to be shut out. And we still feel that pressure today, I feel like. 
that we have to keep faith separate from, you know, politics. We got to keep faith separate from this part of our life, from the workplace. Like every faith is separated. Keep Jesus out of the equation right now. And I think Stephen set that mark and made that acceptable for people. Um, And he says, Saul began to destroy the church, going from house to house. He dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. Stephen started that by his faith and representing Jesus in the way that he did and calling out these people. He he started that mark, and it's so important to look at. So, wait, why? It seems like you're just saying a whole bunch of bad stuff. Why is it important for Stephen? Yes, Stephen started all these... these, persecutions of christians but why is that a good thing i mean do you have an answer i kind uh, of go, say yeah, something. Go, what's your answer so like he this started saul saul's you know like you said he was going out and persecuting but um in my bible it says oh my goodness it doesn't say that um as augustine would say centuries later if Stephen had not prayed, the church would not have had Paul. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you're trying to get to, right? Yeah. We might not have had all this Bible if it wasn't for Stephen. Well, yeah, the rest of the Bible. Do you hear that? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, yeah, never mind. Um, yeah, because, no, Paul wrote all this New Testament, dude. Like, he witnessed Stephen and was like, that started his mission right now. I'm going to go persecute. And then God was like, all right, his plan's in motion. Like, Saul's going. This is what I want. I want him to go out and chase these people. I want him to kill all these Christians. Yeah. Because I know that he is going to be the greatest apostle ever. I know that he is going to go the furthest. He's going to do the most. And that's that's all part of the plan. So so it's like one of those things, like two steps back to take, or, yeah, we'll go two steps back to take four steps forward. Yeah. Yeah, thing. exactly. Okay. And Paul's like, without knowing it, he's looking at Stephen and as the first martyr, or not first martyr, but could be, and, you know, kind of foreshadowing his death because he mm. is going to die for the sake of Jesus. But if you would tell him that in that moment, he'd be like, you're crazy. You are mm. absolutely out of your mind insane. No way I'm going to do that. But he did, man. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's wild. And... Yeah, Stephen. Oh my gosh, you talked. We talked about him like in the past, and you were like just on fire for Stephen. You're like, I was, dude. I love Stephen because I was nice. told. I was told I that, that. Um, it was with my father-in-law before he was my father-in-law. Mm. He's like, so where do you see yourself like in the church? And I was like, wow, that's a really like I don't know, really like bold question. Mm-hmm. Like, and so. Um, I was like, well, I kind of see myself, I was like, I like being behind the scenes. I like being there and serving and setting up and tearing down. And he's like, oh, so like Steven, I was like, who is Steven? Mm. Like, that's not Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Yeah. Like, I don't know who Steven is. Yeah. Yeah. So I went home and I opened up my Bible and I was like, what? This guy was all in for Christ and he was fine doing the behind the scenes stuff. Um, and he was, ah, uh, he did it to his last breath. So yeah, I was on fire for Steven. Mm. Man. And 
Stephen on, we we know in the Bible that all of the apostles, all the twelve, and more than that, all of them died according to their faith. Um, it's true. All of them. Yeah. I'm gonna run through all of them quick. Go. And yeah, how they died. So Peter, Peter and Paul were mur- were martyrs in Rome. They died under persecution of Nero. Paul was beheaded like John the Baptist. Peter was crucified, but requested he be crucified upside down because he was not worthy to die in the same manner as Jesus. Andrew um, went to, it's called the land of the man-eaters, which people think is Russia now. Um, And he was the first to bring the gospel to that area where he was said to have been crucified. Uh, Thomas died in Syria um, claimed that he died when he was pierced through uh, the chest by spears. Four four soldiers attacked him. Philip died in North Africa. He was arrested and then cruelly put to death. Matthew was stabbed in Ethiopia in Africa. Bartholomew um, died as a martyr in, where does it say? Southern Arabia, I think it says. Uh, James was stoned to death, stoned and then clubbed to death. Uh, in Syria as well. And Simon the Zealot, he was killed in Persia after refusing to sacrifice to uh, the sun god, so refusing to sac- uh, worship idols. Um, Matthias, one of the new apostles after Judas killed himself, um, he was sent to Syria with Andrew and died by burning. And John, the apostle John, he, he died, he was cast out to die um he was poisoned first of all but and he then survived he survived and he died John. died in exile um so he's recognized as martyr as a martyr there yeah. man all of them i mean all of them just did not quit did not stop following that call man well yeah and i think the the point of this all is we must be prepared to give everything even if it's life itself. I mean, if we look at our lives, can we go to work and say, yep, God, I give you my all. Yeah. Can we even get through a day saying, I give you my all? These guys yeah. gave their life. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, what does that like, mean? Give you, do you know what that means? Give it your all. Well, like, yeah, it means 100% for God. Yeah. 100% willing, willing to praying. Like, lay it all down. Literally, lay it, your body down. And so when we say that, like, lay it all down for Jesus, it means you have to be willing to cast your body out as dirt, as nothing, because it's going to further his name. And that's such a hard thing to do, man. That's mm-hmm. that's scary. That's fearful. Like, but having the faith that, like, these guys and so many people – in the past, there was a guy in 2018, his name's John Allen Chu. He went to, um, he was an American, uh, Asian American, who went to some unknown tribe in South America, tried to disciple to them. They had never heard the gospel before, and he was going there and uh, kind of back and forth um, until he went and was speared to death um, and and shot by arrows out there in his his testimony is so cool. I mean, I think I'm getting the story right. His There was an arrow that shot right through his Bible. And uh, 
man, it's just like stories like that all throughout history. Jim Elliott, another big name in the 50s who died in a similar similar incident in South America. Um, so people just just on fire don't don't care about their own well-being you know and um man this is a good this was a right i love this and we're not asking you well maybe we are asking well we want you to put your whole life online for god yeah but don't go like sacrifice yourself unless you feel yeah (laughs) no that's good like yeah it's not that we're chasing after that feeling that's something that i think people get confused with a lot like we don't want to be seeking out death um because we want more opportunities to speak the truth mm-hmm. here. And so, but if death comes for us, we are willing to lay it down for his name and willing to say like, all right, this is my time. I'm good to go. Um, I've done all that I can here. And I guess the Lord is calling me to come home. Um, and so there's a big verse I want to leave with Acts five forty one. So the apostles were persecuted, um, after, you know, they got the Holy Spirit, they're teaching a while, they've been persecuted, they go see the high priest who's called them. Um, they left, they were in the Sanhedrin, the place of the priests, and they left the Sanhedrin rejoicing. They left rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. So before that, um, the, the priest called the apostles in and had them flogged. They ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. And once they said that, um, once they were threatened, they left praising God because they were counted worthy of suffering for the name. And that's cool. I love that verse because we want to be, we want to be recognized as worthy of suffering for Jesus and worthy of suffering for that, that name. And I think that's that's something we can strive for every day. Like, am I worthy? Am I am I doing all the things that I can be doing to be recognized as as worthy to to call myself a martyr, to become a martyr? You know, am, do I even have that ability? You know, and Stephen like definitely did. Man, the apostles didn't stop. Of course, they did. Right. So in that boat. we're recording at six, seven in the morning. We have the whole rest of the day ahead of us. How will uh, Stephen and the rest of the martyrs' stories impact you today? What are you going to take from today to use? Perfect. Yeah. Great time this morning with you, Zachary. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Whew. Uh, Go read uh, read some stories out there. There's tons of stories out there. People laying down their lives for the faith. Just look up Christian martyrs and you'll get crazy stories. Um, it's awesome. But uh, thanks so much for listening. Thank you for coming on this ride with us throughout. Man, we went in Genesis. We were in Acts. We were in Matthew. Um, yeah, we're, we're so grateful for this platform. Um, grateful for all you that listen. Uh, so reach out to us Instagram our Instagram's bumping it's popping uh, Zach and and the team are doing a great job there so thanks so much enjoy the rest of your day the rest of your week the rest of your weekend whenever wherever you're listening and we'll see you next time see ya